This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Face the Talkers podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. We are on the road to WrestleMania, Backlash, AEW, All Out, In, Blood, Guts, whatever, and whatever NXT is calling himself. I am the Ageless One, Basement Jair, and this is the Rigid One, Rich the Riz. Rigid? I didn't know I was rigid. I know I am now bionic in that I have had my second dose of microchips installed. I feel good. There's a little bit of rejection. Feeling a little bit of a fever earlier, but... Took some extra strength Tylenol. I am good for the next five and a half hours. So get ready. Got a big episode. There is no microchips in the vaccine. <laughs> this podcast is not anti-vax. Please yeah. don't pull it down off Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Yeah, I, I do not actually believe there are microchips in it. I'm just mocking those that do. Cause I know. I find that funny. It's like when we talk about Flat Earth. No jokes. I'm not trying to get pulled off of Apple Podcasts. <laughs> like, There's just some things we can't joke about. Like, you should know that by now. It's very unfortunate. Be very careful. Yeah, it is very unfortunate, and I hate it. But I also don't want this podcast to disappear forever. Me neither. Yeah. Well, jumping straight into our news and such for the week. Probably the one of the biggest bits of news this week was Mickey James posting on social media that... Uh, following her release, WWE sent her her belongings, like whatever she had left there, and whoever packed it up put it in a garbage bag in a box. Now, to be honest, for practicality, I can kind of see that. Like, why are they going to want to, like, fold her stuff? What if they just use, like, a regular bag? I feel I, I figure if they used a regular bag, like, it would be fine, but... Like, so many, like, so, figure it was coming from Florida. I don't know if Florida has the same, like, for grocery stores, the same no-bag rule that New York has. Like, they could have put it in, like, a WWE bag. You know, like, like you know, if you're going to the merch stand, get one of those bags. Or just in the box, like a nice box. Yeah. Like, you don't... I, yeah, so... Probably unpopular opinion, but I don't necessarily think there was any intended malice behind it. It's certainly possible. Surely whoever did it or somewhere in the chain, whoever took the bag and then tossed it in a box and taped it up. I'm sure someone could have thought, you know, maybe we should ditch the garbage bag and do something else. So what you're saying is that Mickey James is projecting... I don't know. Like, that she like, took that as a slight when it really wasn't. Like, she made something out of nothing. Maybe, maybe not. What was interesting was Gail Kim responded with something on, on Twitter, something along the lines of, oh, they're still doing that? So, obviously, this is not the first time someone has received their belongings in a garbage bag. Also, like, they didn't even... Like they didn't or they s- did, and they just didn't think like she did. It's like, all right, I guess they had nothing else to put it in. I got my stuff back. Yeah, like they didn't have like to send what it back do you want? Anyway. Like it's like you want your stuff, like, come get it. What do you want? Like a thank you, like a thank you letter. Mm. I'm pretty sure they did the whole like you know phone call thing, the respectful thing. I doubt they didn't even talk to them or nothing. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Like, I don't know. I don't think that's... I think they would just look at the fire of this guy. You well, know they fired Carano, right? They're saying it was him. Yeah, so so the rumor is Mark Carano was ultimately the... He, well, being a higher up in HR or, or talent relations over there, ultimately this falls under his purview. Exactly. Like someone would have to ask him about it. Right. So there's no way of knowing whether or not he's the one that said just ship it in the garbage bag. But someone under him at least did. Or he might have just said just put it in a bag and ship it in a box. Yeah. He might not even specify garbage bag. Exactly. So it might have been a witch hunt, but um, I read an interview, I don't remember with who, um, unfortunately, uh, that said that Carano kind of had a foot out the door already, uh, both because he seemed like he wasn't happy there, and when he's, and historically when he's been unhappy, he's been shitty at his job. And B, um, the new, uh, one of the new vice presidents, Nick Khan, wanted to hire his own people. Oh, I guess that's it. Yeah, so it's kind of a twofer. For Carano being gone, so they're like, "Listen, we're gonna, we're gonna Harvey Dent you, you know, because mm-hmm. in the Dark Knight, when Batman at the end, Harvey Dent, spoiler alert for like one of the best movies ever made, um, at the end of it, like Harvey Dent tries to kill Commissioner Gordon's wife and kids, mm-hmm. and like Batman has to stop him, so he winds up like killing him." But like they had to lie that it, that Harvey Dent did that stuff because if he did, all the people that he locked up because he was a DA, they would get out. Hmm. So like he had to be like a martyr. So they blamed Harvey Dent's death on Batman because he can handle it. So this way, everybody stays in prison. Harvey Dent's memory stays preserved and all that stuff. So they use Mark Carrado as like the because it's like listen you don't want to be here he's a we Batman. don't want yeah exactly we, except like he sucks mm-hmm. like Batman's great but I I've heard like there's things that you read and stuff on the internet I don't know what's real what's not I don't like to judge a book by its cover but on the episode of Total Diva he was on he he just like reeked of douchiness all my all my best day i'm a douchebag yeah i like, so, I, I remember the few the if few you're times, talking about his worst day yeah then. like the, the few episodes of told divas that, that i had seen most of which were over at your house I'm, I'm like this guy's kind of a tool so i could see that like how many times like things happened or Things just stop like a nice cool like storyline could have been because one day he was a dick and somebody wasn't like at a show or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know what effect he had otherwise. Um, so immediately after the tweet, uh, Triple H, well, shortly after the tweet, I should say, Triple H and uh, Stephanie replied on Twitter apologizing, saying that the person responsible has been released. Wrestling Inc. was the one that reported that Mark Carano and several others had gotten their release um, potentially directly related to the garbage bag incident. Probably his whole team. Probably. guys like that have a team. Yeah, exactly. And Nikon is going to put his own people in there. Reportedly, John Cohn is now, quote-unquote, back in talent relations. I didn't know he was in talent relations previously. 
he might just be there to transition that other guy's team, and maybe he'll work with them or do something else. Yeah, it could be. The The article that I read on that was very short and didn't even provide information as far as like when John Cohn was previously in talent relations, as the article said, or even like when he was moved away from talent relations. So, or, you know, people like John Cohn, and that made more room to get him back yeah. by getting rid of Carano, which they probably were not going to do, but this is the best opportunity to do so. I don't know. Yeah, it seems so. Uh, EC3 revealed on Instagram that he's been hospitalized for a week, give or take, with an infection that he didn't probably take care of when he first found out about it. He didn't release any other details other than he's expecting to remain in the hospital for a bit longer. Oh, I thought it would. I thought maybe like his narrative got messed up or something. Something got messed up. I don't know what. You know, because you got to change it. You have to change the narrative or whatever he says. Yeah. Whatever what his thing was. Mm-hmm. Uh, control your narrative. Yeah, that worked out well. Uh, let's continue with the sort of injury illness theme here. According- oh, my favorite part of the podcast, isn't it? According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Terry it's Funk not. is currently recovering from COVID, which he believes he got at a recent church service. Oh, I was going to say like a church match. Like he was wrestling in a church parking lot because <laughs> he won't stop. He won't stop. He's crazy. I love Terry Funk. That crazy old bastard. Uh, in a recent interview, and this was a big one, and like I read the huge article. There's a lot to digest in the uh, Chicago Tribune. Uh, Steve Mongo McMichael revealed that he's been di- he was diagnosed with ALS a few months ago. Uh, as it stands, he's losing mobility and control of his limbs, and shortly won't be able to get around without a wheelchair. A GoFundMe is set up to help him cover medical expenses. It'd be nice if somebody helped out. As a, this was a really poignant story, because talk about how um, a couple weeks back, like, he fell in the bathroom and cracked a rib, and his wife couldn't pick him up by herself. They had to get a neighbor. Yeah, that's rough and pretty depressing. So Very. Yeah, maybe, you know, let's get out of here. Yes. Um, kind of wellness-related. Uh, Ronda Rousey announced on Twitter that she is pregnant due somewhere around October. Even when it comes to making kids, you can't beat Becky Lynch. You should just give up. Yeah, she's always late to the party. Just late, man. Even Lacey Evans, like, hold this. Yeah. Nasty. Mm-hmm. And that's her second. Yeah. Oh. And then last bit of news, at least until more comes through. WWE announced via a press release that they've, quote, sold a multi-episode anime series to Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll apparently is now owned by Sony. I told you! I told you it was going to happen. You did. I told you. I don't I told remember when, but you did. Just a perfect marriage. I, I kind of feel like it, it would have the potential of being the next rock and wrestling cartoon. Like if they do, I don't know about all that. It's a different time. It is a different time, but well, yeah. Like when I say the next rock and wrestling cartoon, I mean like you know it could be used to bridge the gap to new kids that maybe have never watched wrestling, never been exposed to it, and maybe get more of a new audience. It's kind of different because. 
it would just be a boring version of the anime they're watching. If I'm being honest. Mm. <laughs> like, think about it this way. All the shit you could get away with doing in an anime, mm -hmm. and then you gotta watch the real shit. It's like, what am I doing? Hmm. Like, this is terrible. It's like back in the day when, like, um, they used to have Ninja Turtles, and they had, like, a they were on ice or whatever, or they had, like, a live performance thing. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't I just... This is bad. Hmm. This isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like... Like, the things you could get away with in animated content with wrestling, and especially if they do it right with that, it's going to be incredible. Mm -hmm. And the real stuff is not going to be as good. Especially this now stuff. Like, these characters... Like, I really hope they're using, like, The Rock... Cause I think I saw, like, I hope they use, like, The Rock, like, John Cena, like, the big, larger-than-life characters. Those will translate great to anime. Yeah, true. You know, even, like, a Ricochet could because of, like, his style is kind of like that, you know? But I don't know. We'll see. Yep. Um... As long as it's not, like... Because, like, there's a lot of weird anime tropes. Like, there's the one where it's, like... Oh, this is the, this guy. This character. He's in a video game now. Oh my God! This world's like the video game or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they talk like in a video game terms with like stats and learning spells and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like what kind of anime is this going to be? Is this going to be like this takes place in the world of professional wrestling, but it's like it's like these crazy awesome moves? Then I'm definitely like, if I'm a kid and I'm like, this is great shit. And I haven't seen wrestling before, and it's like, oh, this is, this is just the boring version of what I get to watch on the cartoon. Hmm. You know, better storylines. Yeah, so uh, it's, 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 it's going to be an interesting dynamic. Like, what do you think it'll be? What I, do you think it'll be like? I don't have any idea. Like, you've watched a ton more anime than I have. God, man, I'm trying to like. I, I I've never, I've just never gotten into anime. Like. Hurt Business would 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 have done well if they did like a Hurt Business arc, mm -hmm. where it's like these guys come in and they're just like, they they somehow get more money off of like you know just straight up just hurting people. Like Bobby Lashley looks like a cartoon character with his when he's got like the suit on. Like maybe he'll wrestle in the suit, hmm. you know. And if he gets super serious and he just tears his fucking, he just like carefully takes his tie off, but then he like rips the rest of his suit. Mm -hmm. And then just, I don't know, like, hurt lock somebody till they're, like, powder. I don't know. Hmm. It's going to be crazy. Like, they got to have Brock in there, too, man. It's going to, wow, I'm really looking forward to this. This, is, this sounds awesome. So now is Crunchyroll, like, its own service that you could, like, download to a smart TV or something like that? It's like, it's a, it's like anything. It's like a Netflix. It's like a Hulu. It, do, it does the same thing. Okay. But for, like, anime and things. That's cool. So there's, there's other ones like Funimation has their own, mm -hmm. um, Crunchyroll. There's another one that I forgot about. They're all over the place. I recently came to the unfortunate realization that YouTube TV does not offer A and E, at least not in the package I have. So I am unable to watch that documentary series that they're doing. I didn't see it. Cool. It's weird. Why wouldn't they put it on the Peacock? I didn't know we had to watch it for the show. Otherwise, I would have found it and watched it. Yeah, I only thought of it like last night. I don't need to watch History I Lived. 
but I, I, I do plan to watch it. Mm-hmm. So maybe f- for next week or something, we'll fig- like yeah, figure we it out. It's probably on demand. Well, I can get it on demand. I don't know about you. Yeah, you can get it on demand. Well, it's weird that YouTube doesn't have that. YouTube TV. And, yeah, well, mm. isn't YouTube TV and YouTube kind of the same company? Mm, they're owned by the same parent company. YouTube TV is the TV serv- the streaming TV service. Okay, so you still can't get it. Right. Well, I didn't check YouTube for it. You're not going to get it on YouTube because that's Probably not, not, you know, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. So, wrestling this week, um, I don't remember a whole lot. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything? I watched, Jesus all, Christ, I watched man. Uh, you know, Ross Matdown NXT. Yeah, that's all I watched. This is going to be a short podcast, then. Like, you can't even... You don't even know where to start? Like, what the, do you then, wanna... then again, like I said, I had a rough morning. I woke up to a fever. So I've, I was kind of just, like, resting all day. Look, we all care about you, blah, blah, blah. Told you that you could record tomorrow if you wanted to. Yeah, but I don't know if I'll feel better or worse tomorrow. Exactly. And you're fine now. We all feel bad for you. So let's move on, okay? Cool. Listen. Long match to open SmackDown. Well, some, well, SmackDown, you gotta, you have to have like a hot start. Mm-hmm. But people are more interested in your women's championship than they are in what's going on with your main event championship. You got a problem, and you need to get people back. You need to get people interested in, in it again. Because mm-hmm. I don't know this whole. So I guess Roman Reigns is scared of Cesaro, so he's going to wrestle Daniel Bryan. That is the narrative that uh, Cesaro or Daniel Bryan? I think that Daniel Bryan is telling us. Right. But it's kind of, it kind of seems like it's a, well, if Daniel Bryan, if you lose, then, you know, you're off of SmackDown. Well, that wasn't made official. Right. It was kind of just... It's like, Almost like it's hanging there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's it depends. Like if that's the stakes, then all right, fine, that makes sense. You get you keep them away from each other and, until next time. But it's obvious that there's something there because Kevin Owens is still around. Mm-hmm. So maybe it maybe Roman Reigns takes it personally. He's like that Michael Jordan meme, where like it's from the. It's like a still from the this Michael Jordan documentary, and it's like he says, "And I took that personally." Like it's around the internet, they'll like put somebody else's face on it hmm. that okay. they took something personally. And I think maybe Roman Reigns takes it personal that D- Daniel Bryan continues to put his face into every event. He takes pers- he takes you know the personally that he tapped out to him, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's the bottom line. So that makes sense. It's like, listen, you guys have been interfering in my business. So, Cesaro, you can wait. You've achieved your potential, which that was a whole great thing that uh, was a Heyman that said that. That Cesaro's finally achieved his potential being in the ring at WrestleMania. Well, I think Paul Heyman was incorrect because. Seth said that, sorry. I don't. Seth's incorrect because I don't know if Seth knows this, but. Seth Rollins lost WrestleMania yes. this year. Yes, he did. 
and Cesaro won it. So I didn't even know this was a stipulation. You won the whole of that. If you win WrestleMania, it's like that should have just that really should have been the main of the main event. I think so. If I'm honest, if like WrestleMania was on the line, mm-hmm. why isn't it the main thing? It's weird. Well, I guess it's kind of like the uh, Money in the Bank that Oscar thought she won the Money in the Bank uh, contract, but really she won the women's title. It's like, well, this is on the line, but you don't know it. That's kind of a bigger thing, though. I think WrestleMania itself is bigger than any championship. Owning WrestleMania for a year? I'd say so, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, we don't know if it's just owning WrestleMania for that year. This is the first time ever that WrestleMania was on the line and we didn't know about it. I'm going to so Wait guess. a second. What? I don't understand this. So wait, does that mean Cesaro's missed the WrestleMania because he won WrestleMania? Because Seth Rollins is calling himself the new Mr. WrestleMania, but he lost WrestleMania this year. Mm. So that means he's not Mr. WrestleMania. That means Cesaro's Mr. WrestleMania. That makes sense. This is deeper. This is deeper than we thought. This could be uh, its own uh, Dark Side of the Ring later on. And then I thought I was Mr. WrestleMania. (laughs) I I watched it back. And they said I won WrestleMania. It was on the graphic card. Mm. And I took that personally. I brought it back. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. There's a lot of potential to the Cesaro face run. There is. I I wish fans were around more. Because I feel like Cesaro would get a better reaction. Or Cesaro, he'd get a reaction. I think it's better this way because the fans aren't there to make him nervous. Like, this is like a soft start because yeah. the fans are there. He can see them, but he knows it's not the same. Right. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just to me, it's very easy. Like, and I, I'm, I, I sat and I thought to myself, it's like, okay, so what are they doing here? He's got a black jacket now. It's, it's black and yellow. That's kind of cool. For some reason, he has his Instagram on his jacket pocket. It says WWE Cesaro with the Instagram thing, the icon right next to it, Mm -hmm. on his jacket for everyone to see. I don't know what that is. Does he do promos on his Instagram? Maybe. I didn't even check. Feats of strength. He's just a guy that swings people around. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to try to build a star off of just that, then I'm sorry. It's not going to work. So I did. But swing is in the air. It's stupid. It is. I did some research. Okay. And and I had to I had to dig deep. I had to tap in to something that I did not know was still around and I dusted it off. I took it out and I took my thinking cap. Mm-hmm. And I put my thinking cap on and I fastened it and I said and I said, What what is Cesaro? Who is who is Cesaro? What does that mean? What does it mean to be Cesaro? <coughs> Swings a man around. All right, he's really strong. And then it clicked to me. It's like, wait a minute. What's the nickname that they used to use for Cesaro? They call him the Swiss Superman. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I thought, where's Cesaro from? Cesaro is a Swiss professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's an immigrant. He came from another country. Here, 
who's the world who's in, in, in all of art who is the strongest most powerful immigrant in history uh you're presumably referring to superman himself yes to superman it's like he came here and it's like he loves wrestling but why he even says it he makes people to make people happy mm-hmm. to see the smiles on their faces that's his calling and that's what he came here to do roman reigns used to be a hero Roman Reigns has a Superman punch. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns wore this big old R on his chest. It's like his own little symbol thing. Mm-hmm. The big dog. They tried to make him into like a Superman figure. But then he wasn't anymore. He came back. And he made wrestling about him. Everything's about him. The WWE Championship, the Universal Championship's about him. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe it's up to Cesaro. He's going to be the foil to Roman Reigns. But Roman Reigns sees as Cesaro what, what Roman Reigns used to be when he was get, starting. It's pretty easy to make this work because you can take Cesaro, a guy who's not great at promos. Let's be honest here. He's not great at promo. Mm-hmm. He's doing his best. He's trying his hardest. But it's like just have him. It's very easy. You could say, "Oh, I came here the hard way. I worked up this. I worked hard. Look at me. Everybody works hard. That shit's tired. Hmm. That shit is tired. Don't come at me with this. I worked hard. Don't come at me with this sixteen-year shit. They already did it. Mm-hmm. Kofi, did, Kofi did it just great. Yeah, that's enough." Now, everybody can't have this. Just because you were doing something for a long time, you finally did it. It's like, no, homie, you're a late bloomer, and you're terrible. Cesaro could just be like, look, Roman, it's very easy for me to say this. It's very easy for me to say that you only got here because your family connections, right? Mm-hmm. You could drop that down. And that's and then just straight up super baby faces, baby face it. But I know that's not true because I've seen what you've done. And then you could just list all his accomplishments and all this stuff. But then something happened. You disappeared for WrestleMania. You know, and I know why you left. I know why you had to go. But not everybody else knew. But you came back and you were upset with them. And you took it out on them that you weren't at WrestleMania. And then you made this about you and you forgot. That it's about them. And then just points to the crowd and like, oh my god, he's talking about us. Hmm. And all that stuff. Very easy stuff. And I saw it because it's like, Cesaro's in the ring. Like, Roman Reigns is being very disrespectful to him. Mm -hmm. Some might say, oh, he's being punked. It's like, no. He's showing restraint. Because he doesn't want to give Roman Reigns any excuses to avoid getting into a match with him any more than he already thinks that he has. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want that. When he goes to Daniel Bryan, that he wants a match with Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan doesn't say anything. He's just looking at him. And Cesaro is the one who's like, you have to fight him. Because he's his friend. And he, and he should take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
Like, he's not getting salty about it. He's not edge. You know, he's being uh, like a, a brother, like a respect respect to Daniel Bryan because he respects him because he knows he's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just wants him to get that shot just so, like, hey, if he beats if he beats Roman Reigns, then Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro at WWE Money in the Bank WrestleMania or whatever, <laughs> that he could get a match out of that. Who knows? But it looked to me like he genuinely wanted to help him. And that, that's that that's the kind of baby face that you could like really get behind. It doesn't have to just be these these swinging things. If you just put it on that, that's very limited. Mm-hmm. It's a small box to put this big cat in. It's all very interesting. I I feel like your analysis of the current storyline is much better than just the current storyline on its own. Thank you. I only wish they would tell us a story to go with it. Something like this. Yeah, because there's a lot to it. Like, there's no... They don't... If you limit your tool cha- your toolbox, you're just messing yourself up. Mm-hmm. Like, Seth Rollins is... Like, as many times as he stumbled and... At least he's not doing the man bun thing anymore. He's got like a portfolio, like a bunch of things that he can like rely on, like great wrestling, you know, okay talking. It looks like he's like evolving. He's always doing that. Mm -hmm. So like you could put it all together with Cesaro, the whole Swiss super bandit thing, the thing where he's like, he, he's like rips his suit off or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's a Superman thing, you know, just put it all together. Just like you just just let kick it into that other gear, but then at the same time, it also depends on Cesaro. Now, do I think Roman Reigns versus Cesaro should be the next paper next match after Backlash? No, I don't. I think that you need to get Roman Reigns doing his sneaky snake shit, his politicking, to always get himself out of matches with Cesaro. And you could have it where Cesaro is not even out of the picture because it's like, okay, if he if he doesn't fight him and he keeps ducking him, how, how is Cesaro in the picture? Because he's always going to help the person out that Roman Reigns is trying to screw up. Like he's always sending Jey Uso or whatever. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll stop them. And and he's not going to, he's going to be a thorn in Roman Reigns' side until Roman gets him a match. And then you do it at SummerSlam. You know what's like, interesting? Make it like he eventually earns that. Mm-hmm. What's interesting that they could potentially directly relate to this. I don't know if they are going to, but um, Fox tweeted out, or WWE on Fox tweeted out, who, uh, something like, "Who you get to keep one? Who do you keep?" And it was Roman or Seth. Now, if Roman. Roman could come along and say, say to Cesaro, who'd you ever beat? You beat Seth Rollins? All right, Seth never beat me. You know? He could sort of, sort of compare saying, so what What have you done to deserve a shot at me? All right, he beat Jey Uso. Everyone's beat Jey Uso. You know? That's hurtful. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's not untrue. He beat He beat Seth Rollins. All right. That That doesn't put you on my level. When's the last time Seth had a world championship? So they could sort of go somewhere with that and maybe still douchey, 
maybe turn Seth face, or at least align Seth with Cesaro. You know, to sort of counter this Roman super heel. Again, it's kind of weird that Seth Rollins is like wrestling with uh, Uso. It's really weird. So maybe that's just what they're doing. Is that what's happening? Like, I think it's going to be... It's going to be Seth Rollins versus Cesaro at WWE Backlash. Mm-hmm. And like Cesaro has to beat Seth Rollins. But like maybe he won't because like Jay will get involved. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could still be kind of the same thing. Yeah, there's a, there's a few ways they could go with it. I feel like they're going to go whatever is the easiest story to tell and the most boring. <laughs> I just think that's what they're going to do. Because like how many times have you and I sat here or wherever we sit and like booked a story based on something they're actually doing and saying, yo, this this has real good potential to be awesome. And then they just completely, they don't even drop the ball. It's like they don't even look at the ball. The ball hits them in the face and drops. Maybe they forgot they had a ball. I think they forgot they had a ball. That's possible. Maybe they forgot they had hands with which to do something with the ball. Yeah, that's got to suck to forget that you have hands. Yeah. Just maybe you're waking up and you just forgot. That's crazy. You're not gonna get a lot done. It's like, oh, how am I gonna, how am I gonna open the door here? I got, I got, I don't have any tools with which to open a door. But like, you physically have hands, mm-hmm. but you don't know that you have them, so you don't know how to use them. It's weird. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Very weird. I'm starting to freak out. <laughs> no, I have hands, so I can see them. I got hands. Uh. <laughs> Oh man! So, listener, do you have hands? If so, hit us when up. When did you learn that you have them? <laughs> tell us. Tell us the story. Use your hands. Use your hands to tweet us. Look at your hands, you know. Hmm. Or maybe like look at your feet sometimes. Be like, you know, those are just hands on my legs. Similar but Crazy. different. Exactly. Very interesting. Five digits there. Five digits there. Now you're just playing 4D chess. <laughs> it's been a lot of times that we've like overbooked and saying, oh, this is awesome. And then like whatever they do, it's like, eh, it just falls flat. Ali's the hacker. Also, here's Retribution, but also we don't care that much about that. Yeah, speaking of, so <laughs> uh, Reckoning and Slapjack are now SmackDown members. Wait, what? Really? They got moved to SmackDown. Quietly. Like, on the um, internet? Yeah. So they did it on, like, WWE.com? Not not even. I, I So I didn't, like, I, I read the article. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be very important. But I guess I should have. Let me check WWE's website. Wait a second. So does, they, does that mean they're going to move Keith Lee to SmackDown? You know what? Like, that's kind of the question. That makes more sense, I think. Yeah. Let me see. Holy shit. What if that's what they're doing? What if this is... Damn, this sucks with Cesaro, but what if they're really building towards Keith Lee versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship? That'd be huge. 
What if that's what they're trying to get him ready for? That would be hmm. cool. Well, he I think he's out with a minor injury right now. Yeah, but no one knows what it is. Let me see. Reckoning. Let me see if she's under Reckoning or Mia Yim. She should be under Mia Yim. Nope, but Mojo Raleigh's still there, so this is old. I wouldn't necessarily yeah. go by this. I wouldn't either. Says she's on Raw. So you just make it shit up again? God damn it. Read an article. Slap. Yeah, red. Also says he's on Raw. Let me find the article. How do we both have the same amount of missing attacks in Team Battleground? That's crazy. Says you have four more, so do I. Yeah, I was having trouble with one of my guys. Uh, let me see. What are you looking for? You still trying to find out if Reckoning and Slapjack's on SmackDown? No, according to WWE.com, they're, st they're still on Raw, but that's obviously just... It's definitely not up to date because Mojo Raleigh was still there. Yeah, what if they did what if they fired what if they fired Mojo Raleigh but they didn't know they were firing Mojo Raleigh? Like they thought <laughs> this guy's Mojo Raleigh, right? And it's like, yep, <laughs> and it's not. It's just some other jabroni. It's like, all right, listen, you could just be here, I guess. Yep. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, let me see. It's gotta be it's in here somewhere. I know it is. If I don't find it on this page, I'm gonna do a search. Doing a search. Man, I really wish you'd let this go. <laughs> it's really not that important. I'm curious who the um, writer of the article cited. In the meantime, you know, those of you who are still listening or haven't shut it off yet, because I know I would. Thank you. Appreciate um, you. Yeah. Um, anyway... Um, let's let's talk about Bailey now. Bailey has a match against Bianca Belair at WWE Black Backlash. <laughs> um, WrestleMania. Why is backlash. this happening? Yeah, you could just pick. You could just say I'm I'm challenging, which I have no problem with it. But it just sucks that Bailey's gonna be the first. Like Sasha, uh, Bianca Belair is definitely gonna beat Bailey. Like there's no doubt about it. Yeah. This is just gonna be to like show everybody like what else Bianca Belair could do, mm -hmm. and like ha have her beat the other half of Sasha Banks and Bailey, uh, like a team that like took up half the year of women's uh, wrestling spot on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Pretty much carried the division through COVID. They did. They absolutely did. And I th I so thought they, they did a great job of it too. Up. Yeah. Um, just to go back real quick. So, Jeff Whalen of Raja mentioned uh, that uh, Reckoning and Slapjack moved to SmackDown, but doesn't 
cite a source. Doesn't say where he heard this. So uh, let's call that a rumor. Well, that's exactly what it sounds like to me. Slap check. Um, as far as Bailey and Bianca, that was funny how Bailey backtracked the way she did, and then she just came back laughing. Yeah, because she's like, "Look, bitch, I'm not scared of you. I'm I'm motherfucking Bailey." Just this morning, I had rewatched a match where. I think Becky Lynch was a Raw Women's Champion, or maybe she was two belts. And like Becky want and Bailey wanted to fight Becky, but Charlotte's doing the Charlotte thing. And this is Bailey before she turns heel, and then and she cuts her like her Bailey promo. It's like, wow, you've grown mm. so much. This is not even the same person anymore. Yeah, Bailey has. I think she lost the match though. But it was really good. Yeah, Bailey has gotten very, very, very good. I'm a big Bailey. You know, it's now. creepy when you say it. It's weird. Thank you. I guess. <laughs> very, very good. But when Bailey was um, like uh, rewinding, so to speak, where she was like, "Oh, you know what you've done, the moment you had, blah blah blah." So strong, so brave. Yeah, like that. I, I was getting old school Bailey vibes from that. I think maybe that's what her intent was. Maybe. Very good. Very well done. She She's just she's like, look at me. I'm a mark for you. But not really. Yeah. I'm a mark for myself. Those were big square earrings that Bianca had. Listen... Bianca Belair will always have the biggest earrings. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think Charlotte's trying to get up there, mm-hmm. but uh, I think there's no chance that she can even catch up with her on that one. That's for damn sure. Yeah, probably not. Charlotte's going to be out for a bit with dental surgery. That's fine, I guess. Allegedly dental. Uh, actually, no, it's because she attacked officials. So, right. shut up. Right. That, right. That's that's the. Real she was thing. suspended. Yeah. She was suspended because she beat up on officials, and we believe in the WWE. Listen to me. Are you looking at me? Pay attention. I'm looking. We believe in the WWE that everybody's equal, and so it's important that even though that ref got beat up by a woman, that that woman should be suspended. Right. Also, with Charlotte Flair. Well. Not even about the woman-man thing. Like, she's an athlete, he's not. I think they're kind of athletes. You see, what refs do is not easy. You, you Like, you have to be able to move, like, really fast. Yeah, you gotta be agile and, and you, you gotta, gotta be, be thinking. Right. Like, I could move fast. I don't know about that whole thinking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, as you get older, your thinking cap gets looser no matter how hard you try to fasten it. Yeah, I, I can't think that quickly. My my Fortnite gameplay proves that every week. Listen, we're not here to listen to you beat up on yourself. That's what you playing the game is for. Okay? Yes, it is. God damn it. We're not here for your pity party. <laughs> um, So, yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. 
Charlotte Flair. Woo! Don't be mad, dude. She's legendary status now. She's gonna be like a household name, dude. When, when that Walking Tall movie comes out, oh, I wonder if she's gonna have Roman Reigns' teeth. That would be awesome. <laughs> Just like beaming. Like, she gets in there with, like, Rhea Ripley. Like, she never smiles, and it's because she's just, you know, she's just scowling all the time, and then she gets in there with her, and then she just flashes those pearly whites God, and blinding. literally blinds Rhea Ripley, <laughs> who can no longer see. And she's going to have to wander around the backstage area like Aleister Black before he finally found his way out again to tell stories. So he's telling stories wearing glasses now. Well, how else is he supposed to read the book? It could be argued that the glasses are for are to correct the damage done to his eyeball by Seth Rollins. We talked about this last week. I don't remember talking about his glasses. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it. Did we? Yeah, they didn't because even have he didn't get last week. No, it was on his uh, social media, wasn't it? Right, glasses. Okay. okay yeah, yeah, you brought it up. Okay. Wow. Hey, I'm consistent. Damn, man, I can't do this. You, <laughs> I'm consistent in that. Sometimes I feel like I'm crazy, but I know I'm not, <laughs> and I know what I heard. I know what I said. Uh, listen, talk, talking to me for as often as we talk, I imagine it's like being in Groundhog Day. It's like, did, didn't we have this conversation? I'm pretty sure I think so. God damn it. All right. Glasses, Seth Rollins, eye damage, stairs, got it. Hmm. So speaking of Seth Rollins and that feud, do you think they're going to put the tag titles on the Mysterios? I think they will, but I don't think they should. I was also thinking that maybe Dominic Mysterio was going to retire his father one day. Hmm. I think that's what might, they might be going for. Because it's like, I feel like he made a deal with them. He's like, listen, I'll wrestle for you guys. I'll help your talent. But I need you guys to get my son over. Mm -hmm. And this is how I want to do it. And they're like, all right, I guess. And you're not asking for much, that's for sure. So, sure, why not? Uh, and it's like, putting, I don't know if I want it done in the expense. Because like, I still think he sucks. And part of that could be that, like, maybe I'm jealous, but also fuck him. But mm. it's like, he's not great yet. Right. Like, he, if he was anybody else, he'd be on NXT. Yep. Maybe. You know, and I say maybe. If he was anybody else, if his father wasn't Rey Mysterio and that wasn't the deal he made, he would not be on there. You know, it could be argued that maybe he... Like, he'd get to NXT. Like, yeah. I'd never get there. Like, he could possibly do that. Mm -hmm. But it's hard when you have a name and, like, you know, a, a, a lineage, mm -hmm. too. It could be hard, and it's, but it's still, it. you can't deny that it hasn't opened doors for him. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think for second, third generation wrestlers that were in NXT that didn't make it to the main roster. For instance, I think so far Richie Steamboat was better than Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Richie Steamboat couldn't cut a promo. Dominic can't cut a promo. In Dominic's defense, his dad can't really cut a promo. So 
the jeans yeah, are working against him. Yeah, but he used to be able to cut a good promo. Right. So I he think, used to be pretty good at it. I, like not like The Rock, but who is? I'm just saying. Yeah. I think Dominic would benefit from some time in NXT. I mean, presumably, like my guess, I don't know. I have nothing to back this up. But my guess is he's still going to be like hanging out and working out over there, maybe taking classes. Maybe he's like NXT Plus, where he's on SmackDown, but he's, you know, getting his his reps in the Performance Center, in the classes they have and everything, promo class, the whole nine, which he should be doing. They should pair him with The Rock's kid. Like, she could be, like, his manager or whatever, and he's, like, her manager when she goes out. And, like, they cheat. They help each other win and shit. And just... Rock and Mysterio? The Rock's kid. Right. The His daughter. Yeah. And Dominic Mysterio. Mm. They should be paired up in, like, NXT. Like, he'll, like, run interference for her and vice versa. It doesn't sound very face-like, though. They're not. They're going to be heels. Okay. Then you got to, like, sometimes you can't just be like, oh, I'm happy to be here, and I worked really hard to get here. Look at me, white meat baby face. In the age of social media, when everybody knows damn well who your parents are, you better lean into that shit. Listen, we're WrestleMania, we're wrestling royalty, and we're here to take this shit over. Could be WrestleMania royalty. If yeah. Has so, a well... That, that depends. Like, if he can successfully, like, if he never has to put it up, like, apparently you don't even know if you put WrestleMania on the line. Yep. So that's 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 a, that's a big assumption. I don't like to assume, but you know. Mm-hmm. There were there were a couple of others. Not not a whole lot. Um, I think so. Um. I really don't want Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode to drop the belts to Dominic Mysterio and his dad. It's just, it sucks. It's going to happen. They're not doing much with them in general. Okay. Who was, though? No, I'm I'm saying, like, WWE's not doing much with Dolph and Roode. They're the the, tag team champions. They are the tag team champions, but... And they beat the Street Profits. They did. That's a big deal. I feel like... And it's probably just the tag division in general that there's not enough focus on them. Like, how much tag team wrestling do you want? I think the tag champs should get more TV time than they're getting. Maybe anytime there's a tag match, they should come out and scout the competition, be on commentary. Dolph yeah, is good acceptable. on the mic. Rude is good on the mic. I think WWE probably thinks Rude could maybe be better on the mic. I can kind of see how he does. he's not quite... He he still doesn't quite deliver a WWE style promo completely, so maybe they could get get him used to the WWE way by pairing him with Dolph on commentary more often. Like maybe, but you you can't always be doing that though. Every time there's a tag team match, you have to see these guys. Like the whole thing of like being a heel tag team is like you don't deserve to see us. What are we going to bring ourselves out there for? They can scout a match without being at ringside. They do that thing all the time with the stupid TV and like a throwaway scene. Yeah, true. I just think I would like to see Dolph and Robert Roode more. 
All right, that, just that, say that. You just want to see them more. But it's like you're there. These guys, like if you think about like the kind of guys they are, right? Like the the, the attitude that those characters have. The dirty dogs. Like they were interviewed backstage. Mm-hmm. You know, they're there. Like you just like you know, it's they're, they're an attraction. They think of themselves as an attraction. Do they say that? I don't because I don't know if I get that impression from them. I don't know, man. Like. You're the champ. You don't always have to work. That's the whole beauty of being the champ these days. Mm-hmm. Like, you could use it two ways. You could be like, oh, I work the hardest. I'm the champ. I'm always there. It's like, yeah, I'm the champ. I show up when I want. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 because you know, like they were doing that for a while. Like, the Street Profits wanted their rematch. It's like, listen, you guys, you got to move to the back of the line. We're going to, maybe these guys, but, but not these guys really. We just don't want to. But we're not going to say that. Yeah. Like that's really what they've been doing. There's a, there, I think there's a method to it. Like I think maybe there's not enough tag teams. Maybe that's a better uh, way to say it because you have Dominic Mysterio and his dad. Mm-hmm. You have Otis and Chad Gable. You have the Street Profits, and you have Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. That's it. Yeah, it's a sad tag division. Oh, so talent, that, but it's only if, four teams. Like, if that's your argument, then, that, then I agree with that. That I definitely agree you with. You got the champs, you got the number one contenders, and the other half two of the division. Go- exactly. <laughs> it's like, where are we going with this? What other two idiots can you... not? No, no disrespect, I'm just saying, like, two schmoes. Could you just throw together and be like, here you go, this is your tag team. Humberto Carrillo and Ricochet, let's go. There you go. But that would be raw, probably. Yeah. It's like there's so much. One tag division, one set of belts. There's no need. Yeah. I feel like. Like it could be a better version of the women's tag team championships. Yeah, there's so many hours of WWE TV, but the fact is there are so many belts. Some of these divisions are very small. There's no. Like the way that the men's tag division is right now, there's no need for Raw and SmackDown tag, tag titles. Well, I've always been of the mind that the existence of a brand-specific championship negates its, like, specialness. There's only one AEW world champion. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only one New Japan, like, world champion, but they got, like, eight belts or whatever. Like, there's the juniors, super juniors. Like, I don't even want to get into this shit. Yeah, but... (laughs) With the AEW example, they only have one network show. They have a clear A show and a clear B show and a clear C show. All right. You know, with WWE, you got Raw and SmackDown. It, it's argued that Raw would be the A show because it's three hours and SmackDown is two hours. So, and and they each have their own set of titles. There's the main men's title. There's a secondary men's title. There's a women's title. There's tag titles. And the women's tag titles is across the two shows. Why We're not supposed have to be three the men's shows. tag titles be across the two shows also? Well, we've been saying that. The, see, we've been saying that. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I think that's what they should do. That is just more special. That you don't got to worry about making weird combinations. Mm-hmm. And oh, they gonna, are the tag team champs going to show up tonight to to face these guys? I called them out last week. Says they're they're too cowardly to show up on Raw. 
Boom, there's a storyline. Not like it's far away. We all go to the same Thunderdome right now. Thunderdome. The Yangling Center or something like that. They're not even doing house shows. Just fucking unify the tag titles. It's just easy. Just just do it. Four teams is not a tag division. It's well, technically it is. <laughs> it's, it's it's not a good one. It doesn't yeah. mean there's yeah, you know, it can't take it seriously. And and for real, you know, Ziggler and Rude were thrown together. You got Street Profits, Rain Dominic, and what's the other team? Oh, Gable and Otis. Gabe Lotus. They like they're kind like they weren't thrown together. They have a storyline together, but they didn't start out as a tag team. It's like there's a story behind why they're tag partners. Which they haven't fully told us a story. It's just, you know, Chad Gable is his coach or something in something called Alpha Academy. Yeah, where there's only one guy. One student, one teacher. Quite the academy. I mean, that's how it starts. I suppose. I don't know. I feel like there should be more competition for the tag titles. I think they they should merge tag titles. It's my story. I'm sticking to it. All right, then. Because a lot of guys just... like like there's so many so much talent that's just not used on TV. You know, if you legit don't have time for them, you know, like either put them in a tag team to and have like a tag team turmoil match every week, or you know, say okay, we don't have a lot of tag teams, so there's only going to be one set of tag titles. That could theoretically make make room for one more tag team per show. Just have somebody melt them down into a gold chain. That's what I want. The tag that's, belts? That's, yeah, that, that's what should happen. They should do a champions versus champions match at Wrestle Summer Survivor Fest. The Wrestle Series. And the losing championships get melted down into gold chains. And the tag team champions wear those just to mock them. That'd be cool. So well, you'll have Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler wearing <laughs> the most gaudiest looking chains since they'll win. So they'll be like bronze, like those penny championships. Yeah. Or what they could do that they absolutely wouldn't. But they, you know, if they do merge them, have one blue, one red belt. That way it'll represent both Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, you would want something lame like that. Ah, uh, you know, it. it's like the <laughs> it's the belt equivalent of throwing two singles wrestlers together, making them a tag team, and then throwing their music together. Oh, uh, that's the best way. Always mix the music together as bad as possible. Yep. Like, the worse, the better. Mm-hmm. Because it stands out more. Yeah, definitely. Fucking stands out more. God damn it. <laughs> I actually didn't hear what you said. Maybe yeah, it's all right. All right. Yeah, it's fine. Right of right. Monday Night Raw. I don't know. Probably saying that. I thought you were going somewhere. We could we can go somewhere. I didn't scroll yet. 
what do you mean? I thought that's what you're doing. Where are you going? So you don't like this whole Lily thing, huh? It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and it's worse. <laughs> Is it's it actually now. the stupidest thing you've ever seen? It's the stupidest thing. Okay, it's the stupidest thing in today's world, today's wrestling. Okay. It's the stupidest. It's like... So Lily's always been there. Her whole life. Mm-hmm. There's always been this, first of all, ugliest doll that anyone's ever seen. Creepy. Oh, and it, it somehow looks like a demonic version of yourself mm-hmm. as a grown person. Like, you had the foresight. Or you modeled yourself after this ugliest sin doll. But, like, oh, I guess you failed because you were never, ever that ugly. Like, you'd have to... What are we doing with this? Why am I... I, I hate <laughs> that I have to talk about how stupid this is. That she's got an imaginary friend, and it's like a really bad Photoshop of some dumb, ugly doll. This is what we're doing? <laughs> this? This? This is what the Fiend character has birthed. <laughs> this is... This is afterbirth. Is it worse than the hand? At least with the hand, it happened and it's gone. And maybe sometimes he'll come back for Legends Light. I'm looking forward to his Hall of Fame speech. But that's not the point here. The point here is it happened and it was over. This is continuing. This is ongoing. They're being serious about this. They are. They're like all it's in so on it. Stup- it's so stupid. I don't hate it. It's your and you're part of the problem. <laughs> you're a part of the problem. This oh. is terrible. I don't. I really this don't. This is hate like. It. This is one of those things we used to talk about. Is somebody would like walk in and like, what are you watching? And like wrestling, and it's like, where is it? <laughs> well, th- not yet. This is. Well, what is this? Is this? Oh, so it's a cartoon. It's like, all right, you want to do that? Fine. Keep her in her own little box with the Fiend and let them do their own stupid, magical, woo-woo bullshit that they want to do. I'm tired of it. I don't ever want to see it. This is why I don't watch Raw Live. I'll, 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 as soon as I see it, I fast forward. I actually gave it a shot. I'm like, all right, what are we doing with this? Is this going to be the big reveal? Is this? Oh, no, it's dumb. Oh, it's dumber. Like, what are we doing? Like, I've given so many chances to such dumb shit that they do. Mm-hmm. Like, I gave the Swamp Fight a chance. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I was all in on the good Matt Hardy videos. I liked the Firefly Funhouse match. That was great. Mm-hmm. It's over. The shark was jumped. <laughs> the shark was jumped when a man was set on fire. Fire. Quote on fire. Mm-hmm. That was the end. Well, I think the fire That's... was real. Just the man that wasn't in that case. This stuff that they're doing did more damage to the Fiend character than Goldberg ever did. Hmm. You could quote me on that. Like, everybody all like, oh, Goldberg ruined the Fiend. It's like, nope. This isn't his fault. You can't blame him for that shit. No, can't blame him for this. I don't hate it. Because you're a problem. (laughs) You're out of control. 
you you are thinking you're not thinking with your brain and your skull. Uh, That's your problem. No, no, no. So 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 follow me here. So Alexa is okay, tapping I'm gonna into try. whatever the the well, quote unquote well of power is of the fiend. Okay. Now, but the but Lily's always been there. Uh, She's always been there. What are we talking about now? Because I was I was trying to join you on that journey. We've talked about this. I think last week we've talked about this. Now, so what is this then? Oh, those Alexa's She's always words been or there. Those Lily's words. That's Alexa's words. Alexa says that Lily's always been there. Right. She's the one showing the pictures. She's cutting the promo. Right, but is Alexa in control? Yes, I. She is now. Let's go out on. You're out of here. control. You're out of control. The well of power that we'll we'll call it a well of power. Let's say the well of power has now possessed Alexa Bliss. Okay, All I'm right. gonna sit here so and now just go we- with you on this. The well of power is talking through her, saying Lily, which let's say is a personification of the well of power has always been there in a way the well is talking about itself in third person there's photographic evidence that it's always been there they kind of shouldn't have shown us that oh they kind of shouldn't have shown us that because this torpedoes your entire argument for this yes (laughs) one way or the other so one way or the other okay michael (laughs) Nevertheless, so let's say that it's kind of, as far as torpedoing the fiend, right? Let's say it's almost a Samson and Delilah situation, which the fiend posted a painting of Samson and Delilah, of Delilah cutting Samson's hair. What she should have done is cut his fat. Listen. Sorry, it was an easy joke. (laughs) I am also fat, so don't get offended. We all are. It's COVID time. So, yeah. <laughs> now, in tapping into the Well of Power, has the Well chosen Alexa as opposed to the Fiend? And now the Fiend is weaker because of it? And that was what we saw in his match for Zorton. The Fiend, like with her dripping the whatever, the goo, Fiend's like, wait a second, you're not supposed to have that kind of power. And then realizing... He no longer has access to the power. That's why the RKO was able to beat him. And now Alexa, did she say that the fiend is no more? Essentially, I, I know wasn't said paying it. that much attention. I know you weren't. Orton was the coroner. Mm-hmm. He said this fiend is dead, and he is. So, I know you don't like it. I don't dislike it. I'll be honest. Remember that conversation about overbooking? I know. <laughs> I'll it was admit on this podcast. I'll admit that I roll my eyes a little, but I want to know where they're going. I want to follow along. And you are entitled. Thank you. To that. I'm interested in it. I don't necessarily like it. I definitely don't hate it. Giving it a chance. It's an interesting storyline. Yeah, they've lost all goodwill with me on that. I tried. I'm not gonna... I can't. (laughs) 
I just can't because mm. then it's not even the same thing anymore. It's just too. It's 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 not even like. And we grew up with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even. At least with that, like they didn't. It just didn't reach like this. I guess it's like you either. You either die a, a hero. Or you live long enough to become a clown. You know, it's just... Mm. It's just what it is, I guess. Maybe that's it. It's too silly and hokey for most people. I admit You know, it's... I just said it is what it is, yeah. and you didn't even do anything. I you just... I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> what am I going to do? Say I hate the phrase again? Yeah. Or beat myself more? <laughs> That I repeat myself. Yeah. So, it, it is silly and hokey. All right. I want to see where they're going. Because they'll, with the whole Fiend storyline, they tie stuff into it to make it. If you could even call it that anymore. Yeah. Like, even though there's this supernatural, paranormal, whatever you want to call it, element to it, they tie things in, like, from... Bray Wyatt's past. I imagine they're probably going to do something similar with Alexa Bliss. And I'm one day they're just going to have like they're going to have like some they're going to have that GTV footage Mm -hmm. that uh, Ali uh, hacked up, Mm -hmm. and it's going to show that uh, a, a heroic janitor. Uh, he was cleaning. Uh, he was in the back room of the Firefly Funhouse and accidentally knocked over the kitty well of power, and it spills into the drain and is washed away forever. Hmm. So now Bray Wyatt is just a fat guy in a mask, and Alexa Bliss is just some crazy bitch with a lot of mascara and eye contacts. And back to wrestling. <laughs> what a hero. Yeah, m- maybe they'll do that. <laughs> they won't do that. We have to suffer through this. This is this is the test. This is I feel like a, a like a religious zealot for wrestling all of a sudden. This is just a test. He's just testing us to see if we're faithful, if our faith is strong. You know, maybe maybe that's what's happening. Cuz honestly, most of the stuff I see online on social media talking about the Fiend storyline is crapping all over it. It's a test. What this is is a test. And it's just like when you know, God hid fossils to test our faith. You know? Yep. 5,000 years ago when he built the earth. It's like he knew. Mm-hmm. He knew to leave the dinosaurs out of it. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't, like, write about your failures. Mm-hmm. You know, just hiding fossils, you know? That's all. Just It's all about faith. Is the planet that old? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I wasn't there. Exactly. No one was there. Nobody has any evidence. Show me the evidence. <laughs> you can't. You can't show me the evidence because the evidence doesn't exist. No. Nah, it's fake news. <clears throat> what do you got, man? Uh, what's playing me. bass? He's... Get this taste out of my mouth of freaking Xavier Woods playing bass 
He apparently started a couple weeks ago, and he. Was, I'm gonna need a little bit more than what he was giving us, by the way. I'm just. Yeah, he's just he's only it. just learning. You know, you know, you slap at the base, you slap at the base. You know, he's just learning. He posted on uh, social media when he started. It's weird that Elias won clean, huh? He beat Kofi. It is weird. He beat a former world champion. Exactly. Like, what's going on? Does this be a, a title run in the future of Elias? Could we have a future WWE champion in Elias? Could it be Elias that defeats Bobby Lashley? None of those things are going to happen. No. But it's possible. I'm not saying for him. Could you imagine another uh, Symphony of Destruction match, Lashley versus Elias? He'd kill him. Yeah, this time. Mm-hmm. I think the last one was uh, Braun and Elias, right? He broke the giant base over his back. Yeah, there's oh, it's always a big guy. Mm-hmm. He's got to make that his match and just fight like the biggest men and just have them. See who could beat him the worst mm. with, like, musical instruments. It's kind of dumb because it's like Elias only plays one instrument. Like, what do you need a whole symphony for? His gimmick is not that he's the conductor. Yeah, I don't know. I think because, you know, the Megadeth song Symphony of Destruction, so. I thought they were even thinking of that. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what they were thinking. I don't know about that. I don't either. My guess. That's my guess. I mean, why Why else would they use the phrasing, Symphony of Destruction? Because it sounds like what's happening. Like, there's destruction going on with, like, instruments that would be used in a symphony. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. My guess otherwise, is... otherwise, they would have, like, if they did, like, you know, just, like, a band, then you'd only have, like, limited options. You'd have the drums, you know... Mm-hmm. Maybe, a, you know, a keyboard or whatever. Did they have a piano? I think there was a piano. Yeah, it was a piano for the... You gotta have a piano. One of the matches. And it wasn't even a good match. It was just like, you know, hit people with things. Did Shinsuke have one of those matches? I remember him, like, getting tossed onto a piano. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Can't test my memory. Um, I, I think someone that was involved in the conversation knows that Symphony of Destruction is a Megadeth song. Maybe, but doesn't Vince do all the work? Does a lot of the work. He does all the naming things. Maybe, Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's the Megadeth fan. Maybe he is. I don't know what kind of music he is likes. I think he likes the Stones, maybe. I don't remember. Somebody mentioned like his the bands that he likes. Maybe Jericho did on his podcast with uh, not the Broken Skull Sashions. Mm. Yeah, Jericho talks about music a lot, you know, being a rock star himself. Larger than life, living legend, rock star. Yeah, easy with the rock star shit. Listen, hmm. what, what's, what's, what's going on here, man? I don't know, but we had the unmasking of Mason T-Bar. I mean, was it really an unmasking, like, shock? was like, oh my god, what's Dominic Dijakovic doing in the impact zone? <laughs> nah, but, I mean, their masks were removed. What about that random shit that they said? What does that mean? What random shit? Did I miss it? They interviewed them. This, the, oh, one of the girls started was, talking to them. 
I hold on, I have that. Oh yeah, they were comparing um, Drew McIntyre to extinct animals. That's what that was. They, oh. They're like, oh, the woolly mammoth, the saber-toothed tiger, blah blah blah, and Drew McIntyre, all extinct animals. When we're done. Oh, what a nerd. Okay. <laughs> no, cool. I think uh, Dijak said it because, like, I wasn't paying attention to what was being said because I knew it wasn't making sense. And then um, Dijak pulled it together. Who was he talking to? Kayla or something? I thought it was Kayla. Maybe it was the blonde lady. Uh, I think Mitchell? that's the blonde no, lady. No, uh, no, Sarah Shriver. The, yeah, the, the, the one that looks dumb, but she's, like, really smart. Yeah. Cool. That one. Um, whichever, whichever. I didn't. I usually write down who it is, but I didn't in this case. But yeah, they were naming extinct animals and saying that'll be Drew when they're done with them. Yeah, that was stupid. I'd like it better if they only spoke in instinct animals. <laughs> she just like just says it back to ah dodo bird. <laughs> you know, just just walk off. Speaking of Dodober, what do you think of RK Bro? I think I want Matt Riddle to shut up forever. Because <laughs> I always feel dumber and insulted every time I watch him talking on that. It's like, dude, you are hurting the cause like real <laughs> bad right now. Listen, New York legalized it. It's all right. That doesn't mean anything until I could go to the store and just pick it up. Well, there's baby steps. There are stores. Not right now. You can't buy oh, right. recreational. Well, you can still. It's now legal to go to an independent seller. They just can't. Yeah, but they themselves just can't carry to... a whole lot on them. Yeah, there's no dispensaries that you could go to without a medical card right now. I didn't know that. It's not real. It's, it's not real right now. It's it's all bullshit until until I don't want to talk about this here. Right. It's, it's, it's just not it's it's baby steps. Like it'll be a while before they have the actual, you know, the right way to do things. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Cali, you just walk into a dispensary and just like this is what I need. All right, great. Mm. Like buying a bagel. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte went on a rant. That was all. Eh. You're just a Charlotte hater, bro. I'm not. Charlotte's the best wrestler alive today. Just kidding. I, I know, know she says really that. Good. I know she says that, right? But does she believe it? Probably. I think she has to. Like, why wouldn't she, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I uh, was there anything else important, major, whatever to talk about this week? I'm looking at well, XT. Just... I'll try to give you an opportunity to express yourself. I've been uh, just shitting out of my mouth. <laughs> now I I feel like this was uh, a bit of a. Week, week. Although, moving on to Dynamite. Um, Sheeta versus Conti was a better match than I expected. I liked it. It went about the way that I thought it would go. 
Anytime I heard DDT, I would just roll my eyes. Yeah. Um, but like, not Sheeta's best match, but it's it was it was fun to watch. I guess mm. is what I'll politely say. Yeah, I mean, I thought as far as believability, I thought it was a very good match for Sheeta. Mm. Um, there wasn't anything that was too overdone. Um, it looked like if the two of them got into a real fight, that 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 that's something along the lines of like how it would go. As opposed to, like when Cheetah would beat up Nyla Rose, mm-hmm. and I'm like, eh, that doesn't really look real. You know, this had this had more of a sense of realism to it. Um, and I, I'd been, this is specifically referencing how in the past I've been critical of Hikaru Shida, kind of. I think she's just way ahead of, um, her opponent, and it showed. Well, there is that, too. There's a gap. Mm-hmm. Because Ty Conti was them. NXT when she was released. Yeah, I know, and the argument can be made that, like... The like a mid tier NXT wrestler can like out wrestle a a plus AEW guy. Yeah, I'm not, I didn't I didn't make that up. All right, I'm just I just hear things. For me, these are things I've said essentially oh, on this podcast. Okay. I listen. Sure. I, I've I've made it known AEW as far as like their level of talent is not quite where NXT is. They have their stars, you know, Moxley, Cody Rhodes. Dustin in like some of the veterans, MJF, um, uh, Thunder Rosa, in being so damn good at what they do, and like uh, particularly those two so far ahead for their age and the amount of time they've been doing this, but they don't have the depth of talent in the locker room yet. They have a large locker room of. A lot of rookies. For a lot of them, this is like their first time on TV. Jade Cargill, th- this is these are her first matches. She's very good, but these are her first matches. The upside there is she will only get better. She is good in the ring. She is good on the mic. She has a damn impressive physique. And she's only going to get better. But, for the, like I said, for the most part, there's a lot of green. But, specifically talking about Karoshida, she's kind of lacked believability for me. Like, in the past, I specifically said, oh, she's, you know, she's trying too hard to look really, really mean, and it's really not working. Um, I feel like she cut that out, mostly for this match. Like, when she'll, like, she'll do something on the outside and then, like, make a face at the camera. Like... She kept it much shorter this time than she did. Did they say that? They said, make a face at the camera. They did say that, yes. Really? I don't know. How did I miss that? <laughs> God damn it. I love when I catch stuff like that. Uh, Should be Tony Khan. I don't even know how Tony Khan sounds. Make a face for the camera. Nah, he doesn't sound like that it's at all. me, Tony Khan. He, he, oh. do, he, do, he does sound a little goofy. Haven't you seen the... Oh, no, you don't. You should see... I did watch the, the thing that they did. I just forgot. Yeah. 
it's not like he's Vince McMahon where it's like this iconic voice. No, not in the least. He's just some guy. He's just some guy with a shitload of money. Yup. God damn it. And anytime he's quote unquote in character, he can't uncross his arms. Have you noticed that? I think it's his safety blanket. He likes to hold himself to let him know that everything's going to be okay. It's like this. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. Well, you see, it's like this. Cross my arms and hope to die. <laughs> You're going to get it, guys. Dig it. You just ruined it. I did. See, that's actually a good thing to say. But because he sucks, he wouldn't be cool enough to say that. Right. Let's go, guys. We're the best at wrestling. Here's some more money, Dave. Tell everybody how great we are. I'm Tony Khan. It's funny how Jericho's back to pandering to the crowd. Well, he's a face. Yeah, it's just... That's what faces do when they don't know what to do. Yeah. It's Chris Jericho, though. Like, he should know. But, like, at least he explained it. He said, you know, all right, so the beatdown from the pineapple showed us the error of our ways, and we've discussed this, and we've all turned the corner. So that's saying we all turned face, so we're all different now. So come cheer us. Which, by the way, you know, you knew that as soon as they had, like, started getting, like, real decent amount of fans, they were going to turn the inner circle face, right? They always do that towards the end. Mm-hmm. There's no way with the the way that they were having everyone sing Judas back at him, there's no way that they were going to let him say heel. Are you ready for the spoiler? Yes. Alright. The spoiler... Sammy Guevara is going to turn on the inner circle, and he's going to join Pinnacle. Hmm. So there you go. Wow, that would Quote be bold. me on that. I That's really, what they're gonna do. Thing is, I really it's not exactly do. I really, really like Sammy as a heel. Yeah, he is gonna be a heel, like a super heel. Mm-hmm. So because then it would be six he, on four. Yeah, that, he's gonna turn on them, and then he's gonna turn on MJF later, and he'd be even worse. Mm. Because of them, he's the youngest, and he has the more potential. Is Sammy younger than MJF? I'm pretty sure Sammy Guevara is younger than MJF, just looking at them. Let me look him up, because I know MJF is like 23, 24 or something. He's annoying. And he thinks he's great. Which is fine. MJF's 25, Sammy's 27. Well, whatever, man. It's obvious somebody's doing drugs. Probably. Adam Page is only 29. Interesting. Yeah, don't look at people's ages. It's just going to depress you. Yeah. Adam Page kind of looks like shit for 29, I gotta say. Well, he drinks a lot. (laughs) I should have stopped freaking 15 years ago. I don't think I should have started, but I can't really do that because then your life doesn't go the way it's supposed to go. Mm. You can't, you can't on, you can't put the cap back on the bottle. No, you gotta finish that bottle. Don't be a bitch. Take your medicine. 
So, Sheeta and Conti, I thought was a very good match. Um, particularly for them. A lot of promise for Ty Conti. You better believe it. And I really like her ring gear. Yeah, I don't know if fish that's particularly functional for wrestling, but you do you, girlfriend. Yep. There's a weird thing with Luchasaurus and Sting in the main event. Well, it's probably Luchasaurus going, Darby Allen's not that great. Jungle Boy really is the future of this fucking business. But okay. Well, so Sting... I don't think... I'm not in a hurry for Jungle Boy to be the champion, but I think eventually it's going to be Jungle Boy that beats Darby Allen for the belt. Yeah, eventually. Um, so the story that they were trying to tell us was that at like the count of nine, Luchasaurus barely, and like I was watching, it was barely helped Jungle Boy up and get back into the ring. Like he didn't even put a hand on him. Like Jungle Boy kind of like grabbed his arm, pulled himself up, and Luchasaurus kind of just like half curled his arm to help him up. Uh-huh. And things like, come on, guy. Meanwhile... The, isn't the face thing to do to not want a championship match to end in a countout? Uh, the face thing to do is not get involved. True. but At all. But if you were paying attention, and he did a good job of this, Luchasaurus was really, really reluctant to even help him as much as he did. Right. And it's not like Luchasaurus well, interfered in any other way. I know. But, you know, maybe this Sting doesn't know how to do anything but look at people at this point. I don't know. You know, you could just look at a guy and do his thing. Yeah, and then they started brawling. It seemed because, like, Luchasaurus had sort of gently pushed Sting away. Gently, yeah. like he caressed his chest. Yes, he like, did. Uh, well, he's he's fragile. You gotta be careful. He is. He's a larger than life living legend. I disagree. We all know I, how I you disagree feel with about the whole larger than life thing. Well, I'm sorry, but the 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 the, the verdict is in. These are just the way things are. You just have to get used to it. The Sting, larger than life, living legend. No, it's Sting. That's only that if you're a Mark like Tony Schiavone. <laughs> oh, and I, I am I not. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. You love it. I hate it. You want some more of it? Like some of these veterans, like Sting included, should just be like who? Sting. Like who? Sting? In- like who? I said Sting. Like who? You got it. Sting! Did you do it? Isn't that how it goes? Sting! You want, you're going to have to commit to the bit now. Like Look it, what you did to If yourself. they're going to be on-air talent, they shouldn't be getting physical. Sting, you're too old to be believable. You think we'll ever get Tony Schiavone versus Sting? 
Of the two, who do you think could put on a better match? Shivani. Wow, that's messed up. See, that would should be billed as the match no one wanted to see. Oh, yeah? The least anticipated match in any wrestling promotion's history. <laughs> you think they'll get a video like that? They should. I think they'll just build up like this super nuclear heat on Tony Schiavone. Like, Stig would so, is so full of himself, he would be the fucking face. Like, if it's him versus Tony Schiavone. Schiavone should insist on announcing himself as, It's Schiavone! Or better, better, is that Sting was mysteriously run over by a golf cart. <laughs> and then when finally the perpetrator revealed himself, he goes, It's, it was me! <laughs> yes. And that, that's, <laughs> that's the best way to do it. And that's it. Sting's off TV. Yeah. But he comes back to have to have the match. But like, you see, Jake doesn't get involved. Tully only gets cheap shots in. Arn doesn't get involved. Uh, Arn gets cheap Wait, shots. Wait, was Tully there today? Because he wasn't even on there for the Pinnacle promo. Uh, I think he, he wasn't. He had sent the scarf to uh, yeah, the... MJF, but apparently it wasn't the same scarf that he wears. I think it was uh, more like a shawl. Yeah, That he kinda... folded up to like kind of like a scarf. I think that was... In, that was... In resp- I wasn't fully paying attention, but like that was in response to Jericho saying that he's stealing his gimmick with the scarf thing. Oh, okay. Wardlow, better on I the mic it, than he was last time. I think it's because they're just like, listen, relax. You know? Just relax. You'll be alright. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I can't kick your ass. And then like, that's all that ever matters. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I'm happy about that. Like, especially like someone that has kind of been promoted as just this big dumb dude in a way. And this is war. Yeah, and like oh. wasn't good on the mic before. Now, literally, the next time he gets on, on, he gets an opportunity to talk. It's good. I'm very happy about that. Because Wardlow, with his size and agility and everything, and his look. Now, adding in mic work, that's the package. You know? Hey, stop talking about his package. I'm talking about his creep. package. I'm talking about okay. the package of a wrestler. My package is the package. Are you talking about my package? I'm not talking about your package. Okay. I'm not talking Don't about talk anyone's about my... package. All right, because you shouldn't talk about packages. That's not, what, that's not what's happening. I deliver packages, all right? You work for UPS? My I deliver my package. Hey, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Come on. Why you fall for that? Come on. Got man. your prime right here. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> come on. What does this say? Come on. Come on. <laughs> so I like seeing growth in this young talent. I like... You like seeing growth in young talent? Is that what you're saying? Wait, come on, man. You can't make it that easy. <laughs> I like watching young talent improve. I bet you do. I'm happy you when You love watching because, this. Like, oh, how happy are you? Hey. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> I don't think I had anything else to say about Dynamite anyway. <laughs> well, tell us more about that young talent, Rich Torres. <laughs> Must I? <laughs> you seem so hell-bent on it. I'm just trying to help you out to express yourself with, to these young talents. Three AEW characters <laughs> I saw get better this week, and I'm happy about it. Sheeta, Conti, Wardlow. That's a little bit more professional, I guess. I guess. We'll let you go with your young talent. Kill me. Hot young talent. Like, I imagine you like, listen, kid, you want to get over in this business. All of a sudden, you've smoked cigarettes for 20 years of your life. <laughs> you want to get out of this business. You got to know how to do the famous, kid. What do you mean by that? Well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> you wash my car. You know, what do you think I was talking about? I don't know. You sound kind of sleazy. No, you wash my car. Come on, kid. Come on. And there you go. Listen. I just booked WrestleMania. It's like Harley Race's granddad talking to him like 40 years ago, 60 years ago. Come on, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here. Get over here. Be a great character. Would be. Anything stand out to you this week? Like, uh, hold on a second. Oh. I'm really into this, like, this stable of hot young talent. Jeez. Run by, like, the most creepiest, sleazy promoter. It's like that Matt Hardy bit, but, like, worse. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something, private party. You're going to have to give me 40% of your profits. Also, you're doing birthday parties. <laughs> At the roller rink. <laughs> At the roller rink. But I'm a wrestler. Yeah, my wrestler. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, apparently, people are mad that Kyle O'Reilly wears a jean jacket. Apparently, only one person in the entire wrestling business can wear a jean jacket. Nah. Otherwise, you're copying. Now, you see, to me, um, Kyle O'Reilly's new look is Jason Newstead from... The late 80s, early 90s. That's what he's... That, to me, looks like what he's going for. He's not coming off as Orange Cassidy. I think he's like a guy, you know, who wears the jacket. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be that. No, oh, Florida you know? Nights maybe can get chilly. That's true, too. I'm told. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He could be just working on something, but he says he likes it. That's just his style. I, I especially considering he was wearing a Metallica shirt the first time he rocked that look. This it's just it's eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Um Wild Bear, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. There you go. Oh, maybe you know what? Maybe Doc Hendricks could do that. Doc Hendricks would be that guy. Oh, you wanna get ahead of this business, kid? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what's gonna take. <laughs> Doc Hendricks. The Doc Hedrick story. <laughs> Yo, Doc Side of the Ring. Um, I read an article about um, an upcoming episode, I think about Nick Gage. No relation to Nicholas Cage. Right, because it's Gage, not Cage. What about Nicholas Gage? Oh, Is he related to him? It's, I don't know. Could be. All right. Anyway, and how in a match that they had, uh, Nick Gage... Uh, whipped out a pizza cutter 
And Mox is like, oh man, I really don't want to get cut up. Mm. And like, so he's like, alright, so he's probably just gonna like, you know, hit me with it and like, fake twist it and, you know, work, but no, he ends up sticking it in his mouth and Mox is like, shit, did you just cut off my tongue? Do you think his wife gets mad at him? Like, shoot mad? Because, like, she doesn't seem to take kindly when he gets into these situations. Like, I think she see there was, like, a, tw- a tweet of hers where it's, like, John Barnett's blood sport. And she's like, really? Or whatever? Because he's, like, soaked in blood. Uh, Ambrose was. Well, let me put it to you this way. There's no way she married him not knowing his career before WWE. Uh-huh. So she knows this is his style. When he left WWE to go to AEW, I'm sure he's like, yeah, blood and guts. All right. There's there's no way it was just a two-minute conversation. Maybe she actually gets upset, but, you know, sometimes you kind of got to know what you're in for. Yeah, man, blood and guts, bro. Blood and, Blood and guts. Two rings, one cage. It's war games, but not. That is the next pay per view. Yep. Oh, I thought I was just talking out of my butt. Blood and guts. I think that's uh, what the match is called. I think I even heard them say that it's going to be that the, it's the only match on the card. Wait, what? I think They're I, only doing one match? I think that's what the announcers said. It might have been Shivani. Well, is, that, is it going to be on TV then? It's not like a pay-per-view? I think it's going to be a uh, like a, a special episode of Dynamite. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that's kind of weak if you got like a pay-per-view but they say one it's, match. They said it's May 5th. April, May. Yeah, it's a Wednesday. All right. Cool. So that's two weeks away. Or a week from um, this Wednesday. So excited for Sammy Guevara to once again change alliances and uh you know, turn on his his uh father figure there, Chris Jericho. And as entertaining as he can be in comedy sketches, like with Matt Hardy chasing him on a golf cart, I would like to see Time him to grow up. Yeah. I would like to see him in some Serious sketches, because he is such a good heel. How about not sketches? How about wrestling? What is this, Saturday Night Live? It's not. Let's go. Wednesday Night Live. Sketches. Get the fuck out of here. Wednesday Night Live, plus Sting, who may or may not be alive. Oh, he's alive. Something. It's like the Wednesday the Wednesday Night Vampire. No relation to Vampiro. Nope. Who's an actual vampire? No. You know, I saw this article that some salon, like, I don't know where, like, they were offering vampire facials. And they got sued because dozens of their customers got HIV positive. Whoa. That's insane. Like, they're putting, like, actual people's blood on them? Yeah, apparently. I mean, how else would you get HIV? From, like, vampire facials. Kids, don't get facials from vampires. You could get HIV. 
That's crazy. I know, right? It's nuts. Also, I saw it in the morning. I'm like, this isn't the onion. Ladies, please tell us what the appeal of a vampire facial could possibly be. I know, right? Please, because... Not enough, nothing. I think it's normal to not understand the point of it. Maybe they're fans of Elizabeth Bathory, the count, the famous countess known for covering her self in the blood of virgins to keep her skin fucking fresh. Thank you for explaining who that was, and her gimmick. Yeah, because you're a fucking plebe. I like how no culture. So I, I, I like how I'm an uncultured plebe who, depending on the conversation, <laughs> is also a nerd. Well, you could you could be into nerdy stuff that isn't, you know, Cultured. important to the culture. You know, like mm. to a sophisticated person like myself. Right. Of course, me being the most sophisticated. I am the ageless one. I will not be at Blood and Guts because I don't want to die. Yeah, it's... I want to keep the blood in my body. It's a good place to keep it. If you would like to get in touch with us, you could do so by emailing basinbookers at gmail.com. Of course, we have a whole bunch of socials, including Twitter at basinbookers, at basinjer, at richtheriz. We're on Instagram, basinbookerspod. We have a Facebook page, basinbookers. And if you want to know where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Asterisk, not not Westwood One, though, but you can just Google it. All right, uh, Match of Life is scheduled for one fall. Make a count. Do what the man says. Follow the booker. There you go. I did everything. You did. <laughs>